This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Stuff. Let's get to Neil. Neil, you've been waiting there ages. I do apologise. Head at a speaker. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed people. What do we think? Let us know in the comments what your thoughts are about Wes Hoot. Is he the is, is he the weak link? Is there a weak link? Or do we like what he gives us? We've been talking about the the club apparently, but these are all rumours. These are not confirmed. Are keen to take a look at another left-sided centre-back, presumably as cover. And and I go back to a conversation that Uncle Ron had with uh, Andrew French when when Ron was, was going on about Dan Backman and what have you. And Andrew's point was, we're as exposed at goalkeeper as we are at left centre-back. So maybe that's something you need to take a look at. Perhaps it isn't. Let's get a let's have a quick chat with 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 Neil, and then we'll go to John, and then we'll be going to be coming to to, to Ben Slater, who who I believe may have visited a tourist attraction. I could be wrong. Neil, sir, you know the drill, mate. Hit your uh, hit your mic button. They did it to me again, didn't they? Sucker punched me just when I was about to get on my high horse and started blasting off uh, emails. Hive Live started the commentary about thirty seconds before the kickoff. Yeah, from what I heard today, and from what the guys have been saying. The match sounded like it was it was a typical championship. Oh, it was blood and thunder. It was back and forth. It was there was a certain element of Keystone Cops. In uh, I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. I just mean in the fact that for long periods, both both teams decided that defending was optional. Thus, the three all. But in a way that I think has entertained, I imagine most people here this afternoon and it will have exasperated some because one man's meat is another man's poison or other kind yeah, of kind of science. Yeah, yeah definitely but the thing is though it, I echo what a lot of people say and I echo it because I've seen it with my own eyes especially at the away matches I've been to this team will never give up this team we've got at the moment and that just that makes everybody that puts everybody in a different sense when they stand there and watch them they're watching a team that cares good stuff so, question so, sir we, we just heard from, from Steve and we shall I'll call him Steve, that he felt Hoot is overrated and is possibly a weak link in the armoury, so to speak. 
What are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you agree, disagree? Because the whole point here is everybody can come and agree, disagree, discuss, etc. Who? Well, Force for good or is, questionable? The thing with who is, as we know, this playing out from the back. So it, it goes for it when it goes to who. Who's got who's got to find someone on the left? And sometimes the passes he does put in, they don't connect. But it, that's not necessarily his fault all the time. Because I've seen some wonderful kickouts from him down to the left hand side, plenty of times this year yeah he did make the ricket at Coventry early on in the year and then but then I saw his goal to Hull so I, I like Wes Hoot the thing I think I think he was a good choice to to put him in as captain and take it away from Daniel Backman and leave it with him I think you were saying about Jake Livermore I think when we signed Jake Livermore it might have been a good idea then to give it to him instead of Backman but we didn't know that what we were going to get from him from this season mm. but no no I, I'm happy with who actually to be quite honest not no one's going to be perfect because I said this the other night if everybody did what they were supposed to do goalkeepers didn't let in goals and strike because scored goals, we'd win the league, every league. People are going to make mistakes, all sorts of things, wind, rain, even sunshine in your eyes. It all counts. We've all been on the pitch. We all know sometimes things come off that we didn't even expect. Well, sometimes things I could be wrong. I think sunshine in their eyes was not a problem at home park, but the rest most certainly was. It was abysmal <laughs> down there, wasn't it? You, you managed to catch, catch it on Hive Live. I listened to it on Hive Live, and again... Gomez was co-commentator. Mm. They they were complimentary. They could they were excited that they weren't sitting there. Sometimes I've heard like a season and a half ago, like Tommy Mooney's nearly desperately trying to find something that's going on in the pitch to inspire him and inspire our supporters. We don't need that now. We you go for miles and miles to watch this team, and you know they're going to give it a go. We had we had Tommy Mooney gave us three hours or three and a half hours of his time not last summer before his wife was out and he just went yeah blads don't worry about it we'll just chat about Watford and we trust me Justin and Carl we can go on boy can we go on but one of the things we said was like not being done well done on Hive Live because they they sprung that up inside of 25 minutes and he was during the pandemic and we forget how incredible that was and Emma's now gone on to Sky and what have you and we but we did say some of those games though some of those games under Ivic and he just went Oh, lads, you've got no idea. There are football games when you think, crikey, talking about this in front of me and trying to keep a, a partisan team of, of supporters happy is, uh, is is a poison chalice. And I think it was for Tommy. And I think, in fairness, today was just a, a bonkers game anyway. I think Herelio yeah. could have turned up and basically yeah. just sung the Brazilian national anthem. And I'd have, yeah. I'd have saluted yeah. for that. I, I love the man. Yeah. He could. Um, obviously, as well, I don't think there's any skullduggery about the African Cup of Nations because as soon if he can't say he's injured and not travel, and then as soon as he plays for us, they'll be jumping up and down again. No. It, it is what it is, really. We've had a look. We've we've gone and consulted it, and Democratic uh, Republic of Congo curses uh, run concurrently with Nigerian curses, so there's nothing they can really do. Uh, so if we do a bit of skullduggery, right up to the point of, of now, he he'll probably go. You can't blame the lad. He'll want to go and play for his nation in, in his continental cup. Of course he will. But if he, if he does come down with something that keeps him out for 13 days, oh, crikey, happy day. But never mind, never mind. So what I've got for you is obviously Happy New Year to you and Thank everyone you. else and that you. listens and takes part. But I've got a tribute for my favourite player of last year. And my, my tribute is this a is sound... N- this is niche. Justin, I like this. Favourite player of last uh-huh. year. Neil, yes. take it away. Go on, take us where uh, you're going to okay. go with this. OK, first of all, then, if you can hear this... We can. 
Did you hear that? Kinda. Yeah. Like a horn, sir. That was Justin. That was the horn of my Mercedes Actros 44 tonner, and it was my tribute to Eddie the Truck. Scores again on the <laughs> scores again on the travels. Eddie the Truck does it again. There you go. And if you're in the Birmingham area, going, why is that bloke hooting at me? That's the reason. Because Neil has called him Eddie the Truck KMB. Oh, I like this. Uh, Neil, sir, have a great journey. When you I hope you get back very soon. If you. Or, uh, as I say, if you're in the Birmingham area, look out for somebody extremely happy hooting his horn, if you'll excuse the expression. Let's get to John and then we'll get to Ben. John, sir. John, how are we doing? Hello, Peter. Hello, Justin. Happy New Year Hello. to you. Same to you, matey. Same to you. Are you really going to give us any tributes to to players from last season? Oh, what, from last year, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God, no. Good. Far away. What, what are your thoughts on today? My thoughts on today, well, I had the pleasure of, I've got two Plymouth supporting friends who are actually confusingly both called Andys, so I was in WhatsApp chats with them about the game and, and everything today. This is nice, yeah, we like to see an opposition perspective, yeah. Oh God, that was just fun trying to follow it Oh Yeah, I mean, I think their judgment of the game is probably clouded by the last 10 minutes where I totally agree that if we looked in trouble after the subs didn't work, but yeah, and so they feel like they should have shaded it, I think, overall. But I thought it was fairly evening, and yeah, we, we could have gone on. I, I do disagree with Rich, though. I think I, I get his points about Rayovich, etc. And I do think if you could swap, say, Whitaker around with Rayovich, whatever, and swap their forwards around it, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. But, but to say that we shut down for a 3 free draw is nonsense, really. We ended up with Rayovich and Healy on the pitch and pushing forward. It just didn't work, right? It just didn't work because we, we lost our running through from midfield. We, yeah, where you're right is, yeah. No, we, we yeah. Uh, it, the, the whole idea of bringing Healy on, he ended up playing in deep midfield because he had to because mm. otherwise you opened it up. You also brought on loser at the same time and there was basically a large gap and Jake Livermore. And that's yeah. tactically what happened in the last 10 minutes and they swamped forward into it and utilised yeah. it. But I think Rich's point, and indeed your Plymouth supporting people's point, is that change was made by Val. And it was, whether or not he was attacking or not, the impact of that change basically saw them flooding forward. And it it meant that we were, we'd also got Tom Delibashiru suddenly a a right back who looks better as a right back if we've got 10 men because he can naturally push into midfield. But he didn't. Because we'd taken the extra man out of midfield, their left winger pushed on and took him away. So we just surrendered the middle. Hey, it's one of those things. It was just a bonkers game. I thought it was glorious. Yeah. No, I do think the subs didn't work, but I do think he was trying to do that in a more offensive way. It yeah, just, no, I get it. It just backfired, and then, and yeah, and, and and we lost what we had. So yeah, so that was disappointing. But I think it was done for a good intention, but it didn't. Happen. But how much must Val hate loser? I think because he hasn't played all season, he's going the worst possible conditions, and he thought he'd just throw him into the game at that point and he looked well unfit as well yeah that that was weird and he's gonna he's gonna because he hasn't played for a long time and we can take the his social media comments and the fact that there's rumors that he's not exactly been the put it this way he's not been the least disruptive person in the up up at the training ground by all accounts or in the dressing room (laughs) he's not he's clearly not singing from the same hymn sheet that everybody else is being forced to we know that he was one of the players who was dropped from the bench but we've also seen from those players who have been dropped either from the bench out or from the pitch off that you can play your way back in. Ben Hamer, 
was one of those. And he's mm. he's worked his way back in. I think it's a question of if you're given your medicine, take it, correct it, and then come back in. And I think that's probably why people are taking a look at Loser. We all thought, I think, that he was possibly going to come on against against Stoke City. But of course, going going down to ten men, I think it was probably that was probably what caused him not to get played. I'm of the mind that they're either having a, a last look at him or to put him in the transfer put him in the window because he is a player who can command a transfer fee and could remove from the wage bill. That's just my own personal opinion. There is no knowledge of that. It's just a thought. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, can I do a little history lesson for you? Oh, far away. I'm all for history lessons. Go on. Go on, far away. Ben, we're coming to you. And then Paul, do hang on, because we will come to you after Ben. Go on, far away. Yeah, yeah, just so obviously, yeah, obviously a fan of history from my Francis Drake knowledge and stuff. But can I take you back (laughs) to 2012? November of 28th. However, not the year 2012. I'm talking about 12 minutes past eight on November the 28th. Oh, you're going back to Norwich, aren't you? You're going back to Norwich 2-0 down. So we're 2-0 down versus Norwich. The 1881 are singing at the players, fucking useless, right? And we're all in despair. And it's only just been over 30 days since then. That's how ridiculous it is. So what a turnaround. What a response. Even today, we saw a team that was like atrocious conditions. We should, I do think if we can get a striker in, we win those games. On, mm-hmm. I do think there was a difference. Mm-hmm. That's why I agree with Rich. But I don't think Rich is a problem. He's a 1.3 million, whatever striker he's doing is he's putting in a shift still. They're all putting in a shift. It's entertaining. We're enjoying it. We're on the edges of the playoffs. And it's just an amazing turnaround. And I kept having to pinch myself to think how bad I felt at that moment against that Norwich game when it went 2-0 down when it went, you know, I actually feared for Val at that point. I thought that was going to be it and something. And it, we just had a big response from there. And yeah, so let's just keep behind them all. The 1,400, 1,500 fans who went down today, amazing stuff. Mr. Fernando Turner, it's unbelievable to actually want to go down, sit in that rain, watch the game. And I think you got rewarded with entertainment today. And yeah, I think it's onwards and upwards. I think we've got to regroup now. I would play a lot of the youth against, yeah, of course, you can have Backman and Loser in against, and Healy in against Chelsea. Yeah. Chesterfield. Yeah. Chesterfield yep. the next week. Yeah. And, but I love the FA Cup, but I'm going, I don't care, which is sacrilege for me to ever say that. But I just think regroup a little bit, at least for rest as many for the QPR game. And then, I don't know, you, you go back to the first game of the season was against QPR. I think this is like a synchronicity of just resetting symmetry and, and hopefully we go again and then just build on from here and just see what happens for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's amazing. 30 odd days ago and it was all despair and yeah, I'm just enjoying it at the moment. But I wish you all Happy New Year and I'll let you get onto your dinner at some point, Pete. Fantastic, fantastic. Synchronicity, symmetry. It was basically all sorts of 1980s album names. I like that very much. <laughs> John, have a great evening and I hope everybody's return to, to work goes okay. Now, we need to know whether or not Mr. Ben Slater has been able to follow up on the challenge that was laid to him in the opposition view of going down to Plymouth and seeing whether or not he could take in a certain tourist spot. Ben, sir, if you want to hit your mic button down the bottom left and, and let us know how your day has been. Hi, gents. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Have a good new year. Going well? Uh, yes. Yeah, pretty Hello. good, thank you. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. In advanced uh, stages of recovery. Yeah, the most important thing is the aquarium. Excellent. It was very good. I recommend if anyone's down in Plymouth to go down there, you get a free year. So you can go for a year if you 
pay today, so I've now got a year's worth of trips to Plymouth if I wanted to. Brilliant. <laughs> this is the kind of consumer advice that the opposition brings you. People will think that we're going to talk to people like Erin from, from Plymouth and talk about football and maybe things, but really what we're looking at is one-off tourist events that then sell you a season ticket for a year. Can you imagine the excitement if we're both in the Championship and we draw them in the first half of the season? You're going to you're going to be going free. again, aren't you? <laughs> I, I will be. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it's worth a four hundred mile t- kind of journey just to make sure you get the money's worth. Excellent. Going on to the game, yeah, yep. I think it was a brilliant game to watch. I think Hamer probably should have saved the third goal where they hit it in the near post, but second half he made some brilliant saves, especially that one from the free kick was brilliant. I'd say probably lose his last game in Watford shirt as well. I think he just looked way off there. All that gym work clearly hasn't really paid off. Mm, yeah, well, there's, um, there's nothing like fitness, uh, yeah, match fitness for, for, for playing matches, is there? And I think, I don't know, this is a question for you, Peter, but do you think we'll loan him or sell him? Because I, he don't look like a player worth that much money anymore, which is a shame, really. We, we were having a chat of this on Wendover. Greg, he, he loves a transfer window, does he? And does a... Uh, one of one of these a Twitter space talking about uh, transfers and I go on and, and sit long and talk nonsense as well and we were talking about that and wondering whether or not at the moment you've got Martins on loan to us from Udinese and you've got Ferreira on loan there we were talking about Etienne Kamara who is um, uh, a midfielder that they signed from Huddersfield he's only 20 but he was he, he had a great season for Huddersfield good enough for them to go and sign him and he has played literally one game in the cup for Udinese. The rest of the time, he's just sat on the bench, never, ever been used. And we wonder whether or not either a loan thing till the end of the season, if you can't get any money for loser, for that exact reason that you mentioned there, that he doesn't look exactly match fit, whether or not we might get Kamara, they might get loser. And then you've got somebody who could be a bit of a backup to, to Jake Livermore, because that's the position that he plays, but he doesn't have to play right from the off, because we know that Ishmael likes to get his team and his players up to a certain level of fitness before he'll play them but if it's like getting to mm-hmm. 80th minute or the 77th minute he can play him for 20 minutes he can drop him in a little bit to, to reduce perhaps Jake's work rate so that might be a use for him in terms of as a make weight I think you hit the nail on the head there because now obviously Kyan base off to AFCON mm. leaves us a little bit short in midfield and I'm not the biggest fan of Delhi Bashiri personally I think we'll need another one there because Livermore his legs are gone but he, he does a really good shift in there one other point I'd like to make is the fact right. about Porteous. First half, he, his positional awareness was terrible, just stepping out all the time. And then second half, he did get his act together. But his inconsistency is starting to show a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, but... he's had he, he, he started off like a house on fire, didn't he, last season? And, we all, and loads yeah, of people did, said, yeah. natural captain all of that sort of stuff. And then he went a little bit off the boil. He seemed to calm down because he seemed to be very twitchy. I was having a chat with my son about Hamer versus Backman, and I was talking about how Porteous had seemed to calm down a little bit. Today was not a calm day, but it was, you. hey, you were there. It was not a calm day in any sense. So who knows, who knows? But we we had somebody earlier on saying that Hoot uh, scares him to death. We've got uh, Porteous scaring us to death. Hey, it's a three-all draw. It's exactly what Rich said at the start of this, which was like, how can we score three away from home? We should not be conceding three goals. I I think that game sort of um, Porteous up in a nutshell. It was just 100 miles an hour from start to finish, really. But I think after we made the sub of Andrews, it did slow down a little bit and they 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 had some more chances. But I think Hamer really kept us in at the end there because 
they were on top towards the end and could have conceded to make it 4-3. But yeah, apart from that, good start for New Year. Lovely stuff. Justin, more of more of your tourist attractions at away games, I think, are required here. I think this, yes. is, this is a... This well, is an, it's only taken us six months from Trenton Monkey Forest to uh, to Plymouth National <laughs> Aquarium. Um, brilliant. I think, I think I, that's a roaring success for us. Because I've uh, I've been to every game this season, but I didn't fancy going to an MOT garage in Hull. Well, <laughs> to be fair, there was the world's smallest window, but we didn't know about yeah. that until after I'd called out the MOT centre. So yeah, that is very yeah. true. Yeah, but if you put them up, I'll. I listen to all the oppositional views. We get some more. I'll go and visit them. Can I? Oh, can, can I? Can I just say we love Ant from uh, from to, from Hull and back, But the world's smallest window is the biggest or smallest, depending on how you look at it, tourist swindle I've ever seen. It's a crack in a wall. That's all it is, and they call that a tourist attraction. <laughs> Hull, shamed of yourselves. You should be. What can you do? What can you do? <laughs> ben, thank you, sir. Love this, and we look forward to next season's draw to see whether or not you get to go back and make the most out of the National Cheers, Marine guys. Aquarium ticket. Ben, brilliant stuff. Cheers, fella. Lovely stuff. Let's get Have on. Good evening. And you, mate. Hi, I'm Leah Williamson, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's get on Mr. Paul Holly, and then we're going to head into the five-word reviews, which will be fun and games, because let's face it, some elements of this were Keystone Cops today, and some of it was just brilliant, but all over as fun and entertainment and barking championship fare, all very good. Mr. Holly, sir, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, Pete. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, thank you. I- I've got a probably slightly different perspective on things. Lovely. It, everyone seems to obviously be overjoyed and probably because we scored three goals, I get it. But if you, after we won those away games and I said to myself, there's a really great opportunity now with two home games and away game against teams that are just above the relegation zone and, and they're probably likely to finish in the bottom half of the table. And I thought it was a great opportunity for us to probably get six, seven points out of the nine and, and we've ended up with two. And I know lots of different circumstances. Bristol worked us out, master game plan, yep. shut us down, pressed, hit us on the break. Managerial masterclass, we didn't have the answer. Okay, if that. that game would have gone on another 10 minutes, I think Bristol would have probably got two more goals. Stoke was, I thought Stoke were appalling, but the referee obviously didn't help us. That's well publicised. But that 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 was a game we should be winning if we'd taken our chances at the beginning. And then today, and I don't know whether it was because we had the wind in our favour in the first half, but I thought we were very gung-ho. And we went 1-0 up. Now, shrewd managers there would go, let's change it from 4-1-4-1 back to a 4-3-3 or a, at least a 4-2-3-1. 
But we just continued to have Morris and Andrews bombing forward, and Andrews should have had a shot. I'm surprised that he didn't, and Rayovic, I'll come on to him in a minute, bottled that challenge. But at half-time, Plymouth had had 17 shots, eight on target. And it, we were just so gung-ho, which is probably quite a lot out of character for Val. And then the flip side of that, in the second half, when we were on top and Plymouth were backing off and they weren't pressing us, which normally plays to our advantage, he takes off all the creative players and then we end up, luckily, surviving injury time in the last few minutes due to Hamer making a couple of good saves. And I was just a bit flabbergasted at the strategy. What was in his head to make us play like we did and go 4-1-4-1? Why he then decided that it was a good idea to take off all our creative players, which could have cost us the game. So I think, personally, the last two games have, have been four points dropped. If, if as people have been mentioning, we're going to get into the playoffs. And I think what this has totally done for me has brought me back down to earth. And whilst the team are a lot more likeable now, we are not good enough for the playoffs. You can't concede the number of goals. I don't think Ben Hamer's had a clean sheet. And whilst we have some very creative players and great goal from Kone and Georgie and Esprit are great players, we, I just don't think we're there. And maybe if we get two or three in the window, maybe it could make a difference. But I'm not sure that Gino's going to go out and splash to cash given the circumstances that we discussed last week and, yeah, yeah. and all that. So I feel a bit disappointed. Now, if I was a neutral watching that game today, give me more. But as a Watford fan, <laughs> I was just frustrated. And then I come on to two players I thought, one tried Rayovic, but he's just not good enough. My other team's Wildstone. I think he'd struggle at Wildstone because at Wildstone, you have to burn your bollocks off if you're the centre forward or attacking player. And, and they play a really good style of football. I think he'd struggle at that level. I really do. And yes, goal return, reasonable, given that we've put it on a sixpence. But for the first time today, I noticed Porteous, Hoot, and especially Livermore getting into him. And a couple of times, Livermore had the ball in midfield. He wasn't being pressed, and he's looking up, and he's having to point Radovic and run on, go this way, go that way. And I don't know. He, I think he tries. I just think he's out of his depth. He, for me, would be the perfect opportunity where you you probably loan him out to another country, second division, and see how he fares. But he's not good enough for the championship. And I don't think Bayo's the answer, and I don't think he is the answer we've got to get a center forward that can play in that isolated role if not we're always going to have these these challenges and the other player that i was furious with today was martins just looked like he didn't want to be there did the bare minimum flatters to deceive and he did not have a good game and yeah i know rich is a big, big fan of his and he can produce moments of magic but he to me looks like that kind of attitude that we had last season where you've got several players ago I think I'm too good for this team. I think I'm too good for this level. And I'll pick and choose when I want to play and I play for myself rather than the team. So they were the two that frustrated me. I thought the rest of them put in a good shift. And yes, it was entertaining, but I think it's given us perspective. And so 
My word for today is perspective. Nice. I like finishing with a word for the day. That's a, Justin, write down word for the day. This is something we should do I more shall. often. Absolutely yes. excellent. Take notes for these things. Excellent. Oh, Paul, Paul, I can tell you now that Rich WFC, if he wasn't pressing the, uh, the hand clap button, and a few people were indeed, so, to what you said, absolutely, because that's how we started. The first call was Rich, and he, was, he, he called out exactly the points you made. And we've had people in between who've called out and said, today you must surely enjoy that as a fair your point about it being a neutral was exactly what john mark said on on hive live at one point you'd love this as a neutral but as he said anybody who's listening to this ain't neutral and and it's fair and it's reasonable but we can all watch games and we can all have slightly different perspectives and certainly have different kind of thoughts about it i think with martins and where i felt a, a bit sorry for him today is that if we look at the fact he's playing with Ryovic, who if he basically he's got to get down to the line and cut the ball across, but he's playing primarily in the second half, especially on the left. On the right, he basically got the assist for the for the goal for Kayembe. He can do that because he can get to the line and pull it back. It's not naturally his game, but he's, at least he's on that side. The moment he brings a Spreer on and switches him across to the left and therefore he's inverting him he's basically got to go in on his right because if he goes down on his left he can't really put across a, a very good cross across which doesn't help Ryabich either and therefore he's always cutting in and I think that now I think a lot of defences know he's going to try and put it on his right just stand him up on his right and just show him back into the numbers and a defensive midfielder or a centre back will just step up and he'll just congest his own space and I think that's what he's doing but your call and we'll have to watch it you know mightily is he feeling a little bit just too complacent or maybe too happy with himself and thinks he should be somewhere better because there's nothing worse than that absolutely absolutely not look thank you very much everybody and Paul fantastic great last call there which kind of nicely bookends us with some perspective on uh, at some elements which were Keystone Cops but still great finishes from Plymouth we have to say that six magnificent goals as far as I'm concerned from that particular game as entertainment and we can look at it as entertainment and we can also pick apart our part in the in not picking up a 3-0 win we can always have a look at all of that but there we go there we go let's get to the five word um the five word reviews see what we think Brian Edwards says we will finish in 10th probably will do Uncle Ron says desperately need a left back mm, okay we, we've, we haven't heard anybody else say that, that James Morris was a fault there I think personally that as a contingent left back he is perfectly good that's my thought desperately need a left back is Ron Salt doesn't matter what your thoughts are. It's just what everybody's different thinks different things. Mark of Watford and England, hey, Mark says, hugely entertaining but frustrating match. Why didn't I read that out as a summary and do all of that other blurb? Nicholas Smith says, brilliant entertainment but fucking drenched. Yes, all of you, 1,459 for that was the number. Yeah, well done, gents. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. Tremendous stuff. Mick Holiday says, gamer kept us in it. I think he means Hamer. Yes, he did indeed. He did indeed. Carbs. When it rains, it pours. Simon Parkins, game of basketball. Absolute bonkers. It wasn't it. It was that end-to-end stuff. Entertaining game. People still moan, says Gary. Dave Lavender says, a great championship game in the heavy rain and wind. With chances at both ends, it could have easily ended up 6-6. Oh, blimey, Jarvis would have liked that, but he forecast that for the last game. Another game we could have buckled under last season. Now for the journey home on the train in soaking wet clothes. Yes, I can imagine so. Louis Tashira says, Devon knows I'm miserable now. Oh, Justin, a bit of Smith. A bit of Smith yeah. there for both brilliant. you and indeed for Uncle Ron, for he does like the Smiths as well. That's that's a particularly nice part. 
Are there any other Smith songs that you think would be relevant for the season? I'll work on it. Excellent. Leave it with me. Wonderful. Alan Lathwell says resilience in Home Park Monsoon. I think that's probably a Smith's B-side, if anything. Brian Edwards says Jake Livermore FC, not Cesspit. We've got other, we've got more people coming in on Cesspit stuff like this. Mike Smart says Hart Cajones, great travelling support. Alan Lathwell says Andrew's goal and Hamer's heroics. Jason Brewer, excuse me, just, just having a sip. Jason Brewer, rubbish Ryevich, ruse rich WFC. Two. Excellent. Well done, Jason. John Parslow, basically, he's just come on with Hornets survive Plymouth tidal wave and lots of signs of waves. Silgerman says, didn't win, but great entertainment. Andy Smith, top finishing last night's fizz. Oh, hello. Look at this. He's put, got a picture of the bottle from the side. It's very arty, Andy. I like that very much. Match-worn Watford shirt says, can't say it wasn't exciting. No. And, and as I said earlier on, we won a game 2-0 last season and I just was just felt depressed about it. But as I say, it did involve Paul Ince. Ding dong day down Devon, says Gareth Kingswood Hornet. Tom Hagen, Andrews, our most valuable player. Carl Campion, one second half, one nil. <laughs> That's the way to look at it. James DJ says, in Devon, it's gone Okay. It's now is it scone or scone? Justin, are you scone or are you scone? I'm scone, mate, but I'm probably wrong. I usually am. What okay. are you? Uh, no, no, you don't say you don't say gone with the wind, do you? It's gone with the yeah, wind. It's true. Yeah, thermal cream first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tom Hagen says Ryevich, wellies full of custard. Custard with scones. Now that's that's a reach. Alan WFC says need to utilize Harley's pace. Harley's pace? Healy's pace. There you go. You have to interpret corrective text. Ben Hamer, man of the match, says Mikey Abrahams. Tom Hagen says, Ryevich, even slower than Wes? Question mark. Brian Edwards, Christ, Ryevich is so shit. Yeah. Absolute cracker. Pitch got damp, says Gary Godwin. That's a master of understatement. Natasha Wright, cracking game to open 2024. You're right, Natasha. And as we've said, undefeated 100% so far 2024. Ben Slater, more tourist attractions upcoming, please. I think we're going to need to sort those out. Got to prep those for the for the opposition views. Leave it with me. Yeah. If only there was something to look at in, in West London near QPR. That'd yeah, be good. I've worked out it's probably going to be a Morrison's Cafe or something for that, I would have think. But anyway. Yeah. That's fair enough. I can't believe anything else. Natasha Wright says, Santa, you forgot our striker. Ben, who's this loser chappy? Lee Loco Milky Joe says, absolutely fucking chaos. Loved it. Absolutely, Lee. Said, I like that very much. Healy, better movement in 20, says Harry Clark. Well done. Catherine Bedefer says, entertaining from my warm house. Now, Catherine, Catherine, that's a little bit, you, you shouldn't be wettest. No, is it wettest? How can you be how can you be ist against people who are wet, not wettest? Moistest. That's the one. That's being moistest to people Move who on. are travelling. Okay, all right, sorry. Uh, Paul Fiander Turner says, uh, who is by the way quite moist uh, at the moment, says Kone goal equaled wet pants. There you go. Conclusive proof if you needed it. Tom Hagen's back again. Oh blimey, Ryovich. Half man, half glaze. Oh, that's good. That's suggesting he's slow, slow moving, I would suggest. Carl Campion, Cespit FC, love decrepit Livermore. Tony says, building on our team spirit, Malk. That was just fucking silly. I like that's my favourite Malk. Well done. Absolutely right. Stop giving the ball away, says Gary Selwood. The first goal, and like I'm sure a lot of you guys, you can in a little group start chatting about it, and I just went, oh, God, suicide ball has returned. And uh, it, it seemed to me at the time that Hamer had some kicks in the first half. He didn't get it off the deck. They kept going on the floor, but he was going for distance, and we kept giving the ball away. So, yeah, at that point, it was like, oh, don't stop doing that. And then in the last 10 minutes, as we've already discussed, it could have gone away, got completely away from us, which would have been a shame. Ryan Cripps, phenomenal match. Hero, Hamer, brilliant. There's the flip side. 
side. Brilliant. Hampshire Hornet defending optional in 2024. Now, here we go. In the edit, this is going to have a sound bed underneath because it's time for Hornet haikus. Are we sitting comfortably? 1,400 Hornets. Oh, I've, got to, I've got to stop. I've got to stop. I've, I've fouled it up. Justin, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is Hornet haikus, take two. 1,400 Horns. A swamp and 49 shots. Bonkers afternoon. Very good. Very good. Hornet haikus there, everybody. I don't think you can beat that, to be quite frank. You'll be struggling to. 17 of the finest syllables, if ever you've heard it. Chris Bone, Lincoln Hornet, who will normally give us a potato update, says, inbred inebriated yokels deny hornets. Now, he's then given us a gift with eat a potato on it. I don't think he's a great fan of people from Plymouth, which I think is, is wrong, unfair, and very funny. Carl Campion says, still unbeaten away in 2024. Mikey Abrams, what a great football match. Willie Eckers, hello again. That was really fucking mental. Which says the same thing, but in uh, in the same number of words, but one swears, which is why I like it so much. Not what for chance says, we won the second half. Everybody seems to be very thrilled that we won the second half. Can we... Right, we're gonna have we, what we're gonna do is we're gonna work out the second half cup. Uh, it's gonna need a spreadsheet, so I'll be there. I sit all day. Dan Cohen, <laughs> does Ishmael work on defending? That's the question. Peter Lee, schedule these for five o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry, Pete. Who scheduled this? For, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, 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 Blame I'll, me. I'll, I'll, Blame throw, me. I'll throw it at Justin, no matter what. Can we play you every week? That was a fantastic match, says Hornet 06. Jim Marshall, Hamer, Saviour, and also Guilty. Brilliant. What a great five words because of the third goal. I thought. I, I had him down. I think he will be disappointed with that third goal. I think the first goal went through him, or was it the second? I can't remember now. It's all happened. We're at that point where we're hitting Skylar Rose, everybody, and we know that when Skylar comes on, five windows, window, it goes out. Fantastic game between two hardworking sides. Weather was dog shit, but fair play for getting the game finished. Great goals by great goal by Andrews, but we need to stop conceding. Stop sloppy goals. Would have taken a point before this game and a fair result. FA Cup next. Time for a rest. There you go. It's not a Hornet haiku, but I tell you what, it's not far off. I like that very much. Yell999 says, Championship Panto at its best Panto. Like that a lot. Charlie Pod says, Leaking too many goals now. Very true. Dame Doxy Croxy Green says, Our defence made of biscuits. <laughs> I like any phrase which includes made of biscuits. I don't know why, but I do. Smith's reference for Ryevich. Oh, Nick, he's doing requests. What difference does he make? Come, Justin, Nick can come up with, uh, with, with Smith's references at the drop of a hat. What are you playing about at? I know. Thank you, Nicholas. We are asking Justin to up his game when it comes to uh, to implausible Smith references. That seems reasonable. There's no wrong. panic, Peter. There's no panic. There the, you go. There was one. Oh, that's good. There must be some more. I'm just missing them. They're just avoiding my line of sight currently. Let's get Such back a charming there. man. Simon Watford FC says, second half subs didn't work today. No, they absolutely didn't. Big D says, Ryvich is terrible. Has the most awful of first or any touch for that matter. Seeing him in the warm-up at the Vic the other week showed that. Please replace him or at least start Healy. Somebody's really biting down on the give give Reese a chance campaign there. Neil Dean, a very entertaining game. Zlatan, Martins is not very good. As what, was, what was said earlier on by Paul, found him very frustrated today. As I say, I think he got the assist for the first goal for, for KMB, but I didn't think he looked as good, ironically, when he was shifted to the left in the second half today. Tony Bailey, we need new players now. Nice. Neil Dean, Uncle Ron says we need a new left back. I say we need a complete new defence. Oh, there you go, Ron. He'll see you and he'll raise you. I like that. Stuart says anyone but Ryovich. Send Ryovich to Clue Factory, says Josh. The Clue Factory seems 
oddly precise and yet unkind, all in the same moment. That's a clue factory. Dear, oh dear. Let's get to the long forms and then let you uh, crazy kids get the last of your of your holiday evening. And says Chesterfield game appears to be free now for season ticket holders. Didn't see anything about that, but I've got a ticket. Oh, well, don't know. We're all going to have a look at that and see what that means because I, like many others, have purchased a ticket for myself and my son. We both have season tickets. That'll be a that'll be a refund if that's the case. I bet it's not. I bet it's the app doing something strange because it didn't update for the last home game until literally like the morning of it. It was all, all a little bit odd. Gary says, bet Justin struggles to find a decent tourist attraction near White City QPR. Justin the challenge, the gauntlet indeed, has been laid down. See if you can pick it up. Nicholas Smith says, I somewhat agree regarding Hoot, but don't think he's a major concern. There you go. That was from uh, Steve's comment earlier on. Big Raj reminding me of Steve Butler. We've had that said mainly by Wendover Horn, and he's put in a Blakey from off the buses just to confirm it. Mark of Watford in England. On average, I'd say Hoot is a strong championship centre-back who has concentration issues that causes the gaffes. In the uh, on our Christmas, we did a Christmas Day special because we just wanted to give. Yeah, Christmas is a very long day with nothing Watfordy, so we put a load of nonsense out Watfordy stuff. And in that, it included Aaron from Green and White podcast, um, j- and we just asked a few of the, the guys who've been lovely on the opposition view, just just say a couple of Christmas words, and we throw them in the middle. And he turned around and he took it and went, "What do I want for Christmas? What I'd like is a big dis- uh, defensive unit like Wes Hoot." So. Maybe he's one of those that we don't appreciate because we watch him more and we see the longer you watch somebody, the more you see what they don't do as much as what they don't. If you sometimes see the negatives and the positives and it's the reason why the signing you didn't make was always going to make the difference. The player who's not available for selection was always going to score that goal and that chance, but we'll never see it. We'll never know. Maybe we're not appreciating what we have as much as we are criticising his fault, so to speak. Maybe. Who knows? It's all about balance. It's all about opinion. Oh, we heard from Steve earlier on. He said, so he likes our centre-half because he scored a goal. Let us on, fellas. Just wondering if any of you actually went today. Some people did. That's F 66 Some people did. Some people don't. I don't get to many away games because I sit and do this these days. But it would be nice to get that changed sometime soon. Mark of Watford in England. I'm old enough to remember Ross Jenkins when he was at his peak. So the Ryevich comparison seems bizarre. But my older brother does indeed confirm that his first couple of years under Mike Keane, Ross was a daddy long legs with no first touch. But it seemed no future at the club absolutely Ross Jenkins and this is the original one because there was the one in the what kind of uh, noughties so to speak so we signed him in what 1972 from Crystal Palace he was a record signing at the time I think it was about 30,000 and he didn't he didn't do very well. Um, he was a bit of a kind of giraffe-like player, and it really did all turn around for him spectacularly when Graham Taylor turned up and saw what there was in the squad and basically utilised his style of play and basically turned him into, well, he was my favourite striker of, of the, 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 well, pretty much a Watford full stop, to be honest with you. I thought he was absolutely fabulous. And the comparison was made earlier on about maybe if we give him time, it took Ross four or five years, four or five seasons, and it took him turning down a move to Huddersfield, I think it was. It might have been Halifax. And he turned it down and decided to fight for his place to make it. And now he's a Watford legend, and quite rightly. Ellie says, Happy New Year, everyone. At Hornet Wendover, are you in a bus lane? There you go, Greg. Little questions being asked on on our board. Thought I'd relay that for you. Alan Lathwell says, I think Hoot is half decent. However, he 
isn't shit and his passing is more successful than not. There are times when he goes to ground, which can be a worry. That's something I also label at Portis, the going to ground bit. We'll deal with the passing range in, uh, in a little bit, just from my opinion on it. John Parslow, there is a lot to like about Morris. Some of the criticism is ridiculous. Paul Fianna Turner, we heard from earlier on, Healy was screaming at Ryovich near the end there for not closing down the goalie. Melanie WFC on thread says, Kufa Argyle was immense today. He was really good. Gary, where the quick, muscular, strong nine coming from at a price we can afford, he asked, which uh, which references Wendover's request earlier on. Hot dog, jumping frog, check for Tudze, says uh, says Melanie. Louis Tashira, was the journey worth it? Possibly. Would I do it again? Definitely, said. Melanie's back again. My children messaged and asked me if I'm still alive, and I can confirm that I am, but only just. Happy New Year all. Happy New Year to you as well. 1459 away at Plymouth New Year's Day with a pickled liver and a fuzzy head is a great effort. Great, sounds like a great fun was had by all, said Alan. And the last couple, Carl Campion says, agree with Alan. Very happy to watch bonkers sick golf thrillers week in, week out, although we would only achieve 46 points. However, we would see 276 goals and have zero goal difference. Score three games, three goals away. But uh, Valerian Ishmael didn't want to win the game. Wow. This is the point. People can have different points. You can look at it in a different way. Eddie also says, well done to all you ones who travel to Plymouth. Safe travels on your way back. Absolutely. The last two, sorry. Danker says, what about who's defending? Steve's only mentioned his passing. What about the covering tackles and the blocking, etc.? Sean Walsh says, absolutely agree with Alan. Love that. 3-3 three, three away in the pouring rain. Mistakes, yes. Great goals, yes. And a team that cares. Yeah, look, Steve came on and he made his points and you're all able to agree or disagree. We heard Rich come on and a lot of people take a different view to it. And then Paul come on at the end who might not have heard Rich's call and echoed it. Absolutely. It just goes to show it's a game that is completely and utterly subjective. And I appreciate we now live in a world where there are statistics left, right and centre within the game. But even that isn't the entire story of, of, of any game, of any given game. In terms of Wesley Hoot, I, I made the comment the other week that he could hit a beautiful 45-yard pass, but he couldn't hit a 10-yard pass. And sometimes you get that. He, When he's making those 45-yard passes or he's making a 20 or a 25-yard pass, he's trying to do something with a technically higher level of difficulty and therefore an increased level of failure rate than somebody who is simply getting the ball and playing a simple pass. Think, think Edo Kayem be his first year and a half for us. He'd get the ball, he'd just give it. He'd get the ball, he'd just give it. He'd get the ball, he'd just give it all the time. And it'd be safe and you'd retain possession and then you'd move. At some point, you need players to take risks and you need them to be brave enough to be brave enough to fail for want of a better phrase. Now, I'm not saying that's what he is all the time. I'm not saying he doesn't put in occasional stupid balls and what have you. But on some of those times when he's trying to play that diagonal or he's trying to play it across and free Andrews, there's a higher degree of error there. He's also had, obviously, two own goals and the the blot against Ipswich against him as well. So it's not one thing nor the other. It's like everything. We're going to look at this at the end of the season and go... What do we think of his season? What do we think of everybody's season? What do we think of the whole game overall? Whatever. At the end of the day, there are the, the squad and the supporters coming back from Plymouth as we speak. Well done, those supporters. Brilliant effort all season. The, the away support has been tremendous and well done to you all.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.